at the beginning of this calendar year, you may recall that there's different facets of what it means to be a church community. So there's discipleship, that is training and encouraging one another to grow deeper in Christ. There's evangelism and missions, that is spreading the gospel to the lost. Uh, There is fellowship and care amongst the body of Christ, different components. And one of them, it is vitally important, is that of prayer. And I mentioned at the beginning of this year how one thing that I wanted us as a church to focus on, to grow on, to, um, if you will, exercise our muscles in, is the muscle of prayer. To do that practically, I thought it be a good idea to set aside one Sunday each quarter for corporate prayer so that we'd have an intentional reminder about how vitally important and necessary prayer is for, uh, for us and for the world. Oswald Chambers said, we tend to use prayer as a last resort, but God wants it to be our first line of defense. We pray when there's nothing else we can do, but God wants us to pray before we do anything at all. If you recall, last week in Luke chapter 22, verse 40, this is when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He instructed his disciples three different times to be alert, to pray, so that they will not fall into temptation. You go back further, Luke chapter 18, Jesus told the parable of the poor widow who was very persistent, kept pestering, uh, to use vibrant language, kept pestering the ungodly or unjust judge for justice. And in verse 1, right before Jesus told that parable, Luke tells us, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. And then in Luke chapter 11, the disciples approached Jesus after he had just finished praying. The text says, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples to pray. From those different accounts, we see, number one, we don't know how to pray in and of ourselves. Right? Just be honest. Number two, our default position in life is not to pray. It is to drift in our prayers. Number three, we need to pray to withstand, with tempta- to withstand temptation. And number four, perhaps most importantly, you and I need reminders and encouragement to keep praying and to not give up. In summary, prayer is very, very hard. Amen to that one? Prayer is very hard work. But why is that? Big question. A few little bullet points for you. Prayer is unflashy. It's not entertaining. It's rarely easy, and it is rarely convenient. Prayer is work. But prayer is a labor of love. John Calvin said, To make intercession for men is the most powerful and practical way in which we can express our love. And in the words of Spurgeon, if we as a church are going to do any great work for God, which I hope that's your heart here, right? We don't just come in and come out and just go through the rhythm on Sunday morning. 
We want Hillsborough Baptist Church to be a beacon of light, but to also be an agent of change in this world, change in the gospel, right? A lot of people use that language, oh, just change the world, right? What do you mean by that? Change the world with the gospel of Christ, right? We, want, we as a church want to actively do that, but if we are going to do any great work for God, we must first be mighty on our knees. So in light of all of that, we're going to have some extended times of prayer. And just one last thought for you before we jump in, beginning in First Chronicles 29. You know, sometimes when it comes to prayer, in your own personal life or maybe in the corporate life of the local gathering of the church, I think sometimes in our faith tradition, we might want prayer to be extemporaneous. All right, so just pray what's on your heart. There's nothing at all wrong with that, right? We should do that. We should pour out our heart to God. But if you're honest, and if you're, if you, I think if you're just honest, period, why don't you acknowledge that it's hard to do that sometimes? That sometimes you need some guidance on prayer. Think about it in the realm of singing. How often do we ever have the attitude, just extemporaneously sing whatever comes to your mind? You can't rely on anything in the past. Just come up with your own fresh song right now. We rarely do that. We utilize the rich theology, the rich lyrics, the rich resources of men and women of the past to spur on our singing. And so likewise, I think it is absolutely appropriate to do that with prayer, to rely upon the beautiful lyrics in Scripture, to rely upon the prayers of saints who have gone before us, not at all to be wooden, to be, to be strict and to be cold, but to give our prayers some form, to guide our prayers, to move them along, so that I hope you want to grow in your prayer life. Right? You don't want to just say the same thing over and over and over again. You want to grow in your prayer life. So in light of all of that, I'm going to get out the way because um, I think it's, it's significant to align your body posture with the position of your heart that you want to be in. I'm going to be kneeling for this this next um, few minutes. And uh, you're welcome to utilize the prayer benches up here. Come up front. Come to the, the, the front seats. If you'd like to kneel down, kneel down in your seats. Or just um, bow your head however you may feel comfortable to, um, to pray. But we're going to begin in First Chronicles 29 with uh, a prayer of praise by David. First Chronicles 29, verses 10 to 13. Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel. From everlasting to everlasting, yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor. For everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. How has the Lord demonstrated his power to you recently? How has he given you strength? 
take some time to remember and give thanks for how God has displayed his good power to you. Join me in a prayer of praise to the Lord. Our Father, we praise you that you are a God who makes wonderful promises. We praise you that you promise life, peace, and joy. You promise a world ruled by a perfect ruler who loves and cares for his subjects. Father, we praise you that you are faithful to all your promises. We praise you that you have the power to ensure that not a word of your promises ever falls to the ground. We praise you that even when men seek in their evil to obstruct your plans, you use their evil to bring about your plans to fulfillment. We praise you that we can have complete confidence in all your promises, including the promise that one day we will see the Lord Jesus Christ face to face in glory. Father, we praise you that you make your promises to those who do not deserve them. We praise you that though you have rejected, though, though we have rejected your authority and refused to give thanks for your provision, You have promised your people an eternity under your perfect rule and a world full of abundance, a banquet of the best of meats and the finest of wines. We praise you that you have done what was necessary for these promises to come to fulfillment, that you have sent your son to seal the covenant of your promises in his own blood so that we may have confidence that though our sins are scarlet, you will wash them white as snow. We praise you that every blessing we receive from your hand is the overflow of of the glories of your character. In your name we pray, amen. Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. The land yields its harvest, God. Our God blesses us. May God bless us still, so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. To what end do you pray for things? That is, Are your own prayers only and always about your own comfort? Or do you pray for God's word to be spread across the world? 
Do you pray for the nations? Take some time to pray for God's kingdom to be spread in all corners of the earth. Pray for the gospel to advance in hard, dark regions. Pray that the Lord would strengthen his church around the world and that his church would be filled with boldness and with love to spread the gospel. Take time to pray for God's kingdom to spread. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Whatever may be pressing upon your soul today or this past week or recently in life, whatever may be stressing you, causing you to worry, hear the word of the Lord that God is our ever-present help in trouble. Though your worries may rattle you, Take some time to be still, not just to be quiet, but to be still and know that the Lord is God. Take solace that he is above all things.
First Peter 5, 7 tells us that cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. We serve a God who not only is exalted above all things, who is powerful above all things, but who also looks down upon us and cares for us. Take some time to reflect with gratitude over how the Lord has been caring to you and how he has demonstrated that care to you. From the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. In church today, will you repeat this with me and say this with me? Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Repeat that refrain with me, church. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to honor your glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them, and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.
Take some time to pray for Hillsboro Baptist Church. Pray that the Lord would strengthen us with his spirit, that we would be rooted in the love of Christ, and that we as a church would have a singular focus to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ throughout all generations, forever and ever. Take some time to pray for Hillsboro. Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3 wasn't just for one local church. It was for the church of God across the world. Fellow brothers and sisters here, please realize and recognize that Hillsborough is not the only church in Crozet. It's not the only church that preaches the word. Please take some time to pray for our sister churches here. Pray for the Church of the Holy Cross, for Commonwealth Christian Community, Crozet Fellowship Church, for Mountain Plain Baptist Church. Pray for Hope Presbyterian. Pray for the uh, other churches that collectively they would be rooted in the Word, they would stand upon the Word, they would preach the Word that you'll help all the Christians in this region to be faithful, to live out the truth, and that you will help us to experience a unity of the Spirit despite our denominational differences and particular differences. Please help us to rally together around the, the truth. Take a moment to pray for these different churches around us.
two different occasions, Jesus asked the question in the Gospels, what do you want me to do for you? It's good to praise the Lord for who he is. It's good to pray for others, but it is okay to bring your request to the Lord. Take some time to ask him to do what only he can do in your life. Whatever it may be, bring your request to the Lord. Finally, church, as our closing prayer, will you join me in praying together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Will you stand with us and let's sing the doxology.